Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Adrianus Verman Hooven. Adrianus, are you ready to do this? Yes, absolutely. Excited to have you on. Adrianus is a defensive strategist with Nord Security. They're a world leader in providing digital security and privacy solutions for individuals and businesses. Adrianus, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right, it's a tall order. Um, I've started uh, doing this whole security thing since 1985, and that's ages ago. Uh, and it started out when uh, I actually wanted to show my father some pictures of NASA from, from Mars. And I found out that you had to hack, no, 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 not hack at the moment, but you had to uh, contact servers from NASA in the US, and I was located in the Netherlands. So first you did phone calls and dial up stuff, but it was really expensive. So the first thing I learned to hack was actually uh, blue boxing and, and making the phone uh, carriers think I was one of the phone carriers as well. So, And that's how I got into contact with all the other security uh, hackers then, security people now. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's kind of set me on the path. Um, I was the same thing when I was at the university. I was so disruptive, I got my own office and I started one of the first web hosting companies in, in the Netherlands. Um, and then, yeah, from there on, I've had a lot of uh, adventures around the world, and I'm now doing mostly uh, security, and I'm doing this mostly because, well, I have a son and I have a wife, and my son should be able to be an artist or a dancer or whatever. He shouldn't be bothered about all the cybersecurity stuff. And since I'm a daddy, as a daddy, you always want to make the world better for, for your kids. So that's basically it. I appreciate that. I've got two kids as well. And so yeah. I would like to have them inherit a world that is better than, uh, than hopefully we found it. How, how, how do you think about that? that, that that's really um, a good effort. I, I, when you said that, I had to think about uh, the motto from the um, uh, All Blacks, the, the, the uh, rugby team. They uh, have a motto, uh, leave the um, jersey in a better place. And basically, that, that means exactly the same thing. You're not doing, um, you should always try to improve everything that, that you get and, 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 and uh, learn your lessons. Like we're just learning our lessons about the fossil fuels and, and, and everything else. So we try to, to, to uh, re uh, repair that. And yeah, so I totally agree with that. So, we are sort of coming into this realization that, yeah, plastic, uh, it's not, it's not been good for, 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 for human beings. And we need to find new ways to create energy. How does that, how is, how, how, how does that correlate to, to the internet today? Privacy. I think there's a really striking analogy um, with fossil fuel. We suddenly got mobile and our productivity rose and, and, and we could see more of the world. Uh, which was a good thing. And then with plastic, we were able to make all the things and, and we could improve people's lives no end. Uh, look at all the things that you have in, house, in your house. But what we didn't do uh, in both those cases was look at all the uh, side effects that, that, that were associated with that. And basically, we're kind of doing exactly the same with software at the moment uh, as well. We're really focused on productivity and, and uh, I was at... Uh, the We Are Developers Congress with 8,000 developers, really large here in Berlin. 
and everything was geared towards productivity and uh, all these tools and and, and uh, i was just asking some people but what does it do with the user profile yeah you just source it in the cloud but that's not really nice for that user and then they started thinking about those things and we, we had so many talks about all these not intentionally privacy infringing techniques um, that were a byproduct of this productivity uh, that, that we're currently having so this is really something that that, that we should think about um, and also if something is maybe not privacy infringing in your country uh, if it's moved outside to, to a different country with different laws it suddenly might be allowed to do all those things so you have to think about global uh, things as well and one of the things that you see in, in, in software is that a lot of people are, I don't want to say autistic, but, but we have a lot of people on the spectrum. This is a known thing. And they like to uh, make their world smaller. And, and, and this is why they are in IT. But the big problem now is at least somebody should uh, help them to see the bigger picture of what they're doing. Um, and this is basically uh, really becoming more of an, of an, of an issue. It certainly makes sense that we have productivity, 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 progress, 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 innovation, 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 better, 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 but that we're lacking in wisdom because this is such a new thing. It's exciting and we want to keep pushing forward, but it takes somebody who has a little bit of experience, somebody like you who's been at it since 1985 to be able to pull back and say, we need to pump the brakes a little bit and be more thoughtful about how this is going to kind of the downstream effects that maybe we're not thinking about. Yes. Um, there's also uh, some, some things uh, from, from other studies. Uh, for instance, Carlota Perez, she studies industrial revolutions. And currently we're also in, in one of these uh, industrial revolutions, actually the fourth industrial revolution. And all these revolutions are paired with um, a paradigm paralysis and the paradigm paralysis means that uh, when we do uh, productivity thing from the previous uh, industrial uh, revolution we're now getting into uh, um, the decentralization and all those other things and they clash and we get also the, the, the uh, wanting to have more privacy with that uh, you see a lot of clashes in, in, in those things as well and if you really look at how things are being managed it's being managed like the the, the plastics and, and, and the fossil fuel we talked about uh, with a bit of productivity in mind but actually you can see that the younger generation uh, already is doing decentralization uh, and, and having privacy completely in mind also if i just may have a real short sidetrack i want to say something about the word privacy um because whenever i talk about privacy one of the first things i hear is i have nothing to hide mm. And I really want to set the record straight on what privacy is. Privacy is um, that you are in control of what you want to share. It has nothing to do with anything to hide. Um, hiding things simply means it's a secret. But a secret is not uh, um, the same control you have over your personal data. So for instance, if I want to, um, if I really want to share something, then, um, then I might not want to do that simply because my socks are blue this day. And this is totally fine. This is your human right. And hiding something means somebody else. It has the connotation that somebody else has the right to see it, but I'm keeping it away from them. 
So I really want to change the narrative on privacy. Privacy means you are in control for whatever reasons and nothing to hide. Well, feel free to share everything. That, that, that's what I want to say about that. That was really a short sidetrack on, on, on privacy. My apologies. No, not at all. I, I very much appreciate yeah. that because that is this idea of I have nothing to hide and then simply like what's, what's the big deal if, if, yes. if, if, if I'm just out there. Yes, but um, the big deal is simply we are um, acting if somebody uh, insults somebody. We're acting in, in, in lots of different ways that we harm uh, or hurt somebody. And for a lot of people, they don't realize that, that privacy is also something that uh, represents you. And if I have to uh, divulge some, some of my things that I do not want uh, to be known to others, that could hurt me as well. And it can be sim simply as simple as um, your sexual preference or uh, your medical history. Um, or maybe you just don't like people talking to you or, or I don't know. Your privacy is simple, simply your last line of defense and feeling comfortable in, in this world. So what, what can, what ought an individual be doing to protect themselves when, when you're thinking about your kids, you say, you really, you, you gotta be doing this. We have a couple of problems. The first is, is, is to get this uh, notion of privacy that is uh, actually represents you as a, as a human being. And, and that you have to protect it somehow, just like you have, uh, you don't jump off a bridge, uh, you have to protect your body. The same thing is, is, is also with your privacy. This is the first thing that, that children have to learn and, and that it's important. The problem with children, of course, is that um, it's very intangible and it, it, it goes away. Uh, it's outside of the realm of, of uh, how they live. So it's a difficult thing to teach them, but keep at it. The next thing is, to explain to them that if somebody wants to trade, to show them that if somebody wants to trade your privacy for a product that they've made, it means your privacy has some value. Otherwise, this other would not give you something. Um, there might be one or two people uh, outside, uh, out there who really give away free stuff, sure. <laughs> but the amount of philanthropists that, that would be on the internet, it, it's ridiculous if you just look at <laughs> how much free stuff is there. And this means uh, the old chestnut saying, um, if you don't pay for the product, you are the product. It's true in most cases, actually. Um, and what it's, it started out with just uh, advertising because advertisement profiles, but we saw, see uh, these things slowly creeping into the medical history, into credit history, um, even into uh, housing, uh, people don't want to have somebody who has a specific history. And suddenly, your privacy, um, if you don't have any privacy at all, you'll be in, uh, you can be outcast in, in, in a lot of different communities. Um, and this is a really bad thing for you. And then you make one mistake or uh, you do something other people don't like, which you are keeping in your home, Let, let's say, uh, I don't know, uh, you have a, a sexual preference and you live inside a, a religious community. Nobody ever gets hurt. You don't talk about it. You keep it to yourself. But as soon as it, this is being known, you get ostracized. And this is a punishment for something you didn't do, something for, for something you just are. Uh, and we see this in, in, in more and more areas as well. And then this is why privacy um, 
it started out as advertisement. Everybody's still talking as if it is only advertising. But people should realize, uh, don't give you everything away all the time. Uh, tell companies, if you don't have a paid uh, option, a subscription option, I'm not going to make use of your services. And with this paid option, you can say, okay, I'm, I'm going to uh, recompensate you for, your, for your efforts because I like your product, but I'm not going to pay with myself. I'm going to pay with, with something else. And as long as that option isn't there, you have to try to avoid those uh, products, which is really hard. Um, I have a mobile phone with only a couple of chat apps. I'm not on Facebook or any of the social media networks. And this is hard to keep in contact with people because all of these products are also made um, that you feel left out. And um, what I do is, is I have, of course, I'm in security. When I say I'm not on social media, that means I am not as my person on social media. Of course, I'm social media as various other people. Um, but most of the people, they feel left out. And, 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 and um, these platforms, make sure that a lot of communication about things you like happen only on those platforms. And you can only get on those platforms if you give yourself away. This is something that people should protest against. They should really ask, give me a paid option if I don't have anything. And this is the other bad part. Um, if I don't have any money, then I will have to pay you with myself, with my privacy um, to get on those platforms. And this, this, this is, 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 is hurting uh, the poorer countries a lot more than, than uh, the richer countries. Do you see a willingness slash appetite for these social media platforms to make a switch to a paid platform? Absolutely none. Um, but I'm having my <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm having my hopes uh, based on, on on the younger generation. Uh, also, yesterday in, in in my presentation, I told them. It's your world now. I, I cannot give you a solution because my solution is, is from my mindset from, from way 80s, 90s and, 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 and all that. And I, you, you do see that a lot of younger people are making decentralized platforms, privacy-friendly platforms. It just hasn't gotten that big yet, but I do think about it a lot more. Um, the reason the bigger platforms are still there is just the reason why television like like the normal television is still there it's because of my age group and, and and older because we're so used to it and we still go back to it and the same goes with facebook but these things can change really quickly just look at amazon um and and we had these uh, geocities pages and then we had all these different platforms as soon as the age group moves away it's gone and it's over really quickly and this can happen with these social media platforms as well as soon as the younger generation picks this up and, and, and runs with it. So they might, I think it would be a good business strategy to give a privacy-friendly paid option because there will be a lot of people just be willing to pay to just join. I would join Facebook, no problem, if I just could pay them to not track me or, or make a profile out of me. It's not no problem, but because Facebook is so horribly invasive in everything you do and it has even um, horrifying um, policies for, for uh, getting rid of the platform. If you want to uh, quit, you must not, just not once, go to one of the Facebook pages. Otherwise, the system will say, oh, you, you were interested in us. We canceled your, your, your deletion of your account. Those kind of things happen. 
So I've heard that the TikTok is is even worse from a privacy standpoint. Doesn't mean it's true or not. I, I... Yes, um, there's uh, TikTok really caters and gamifies to a younger age group, um, and it really gamifies the the interaction. For me, and I, maybe I don't get it because I'm I'm, I'm 52, but um, there's not not much content except wasting time on there. But for some reason, uh, it, it makes a really good profile of uh, classifying the content and then checking your likes or your views. And it gets a really good profile of who you are. And it's mostly um, underage kids on the, on there as well. Yeah. Fascinating. Brave new world, Adriana. So you've been talking like you're 100 years old. You're, you're, you're still a very young man. You've got, you've got a lot of work left to do here, sir. How much, how much, how, how much would you pay? Like how, how much, how much is our data worth? Two different oh, questions. Uh, we, we did, we did, uh, let, let's start with the last one. Um, I don't know the numbers by heart, but on the northsec.com website, we did a couple of researches. One was in the, in the dark web, uh, what passports are worth, what your private, uh, private data is worth, uh, what the profile is worth. So you can find all the numbers in there, but the most expensive item was actually uh, like like a passport from some country, and it was three hundred and fifty dollars. Most of it you can buy in bulk for like seven or eight dollars. Uh, even bank accounts uh, for like fifteen or twenty, which, which are functional bank accounts. That, that that's a bit about the dark web uh, um, side. The thing is, these dark webs can be filled with all of that data because. A lot of sites are just gathering all the data, even if it's not necessary, and they don't protect those parts of, of the data as, as really uh, as well as their logins or monetization uh, systems. So that, that's the first part. I forgot about the uh, the, the other part of the, of the question. Just how much you would pay? Oh, how much I would pay? Um, I think doing between seven or eight dollars a month for 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 having Facebook would be reasonable. It 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 it, it feels like. Uh, it's on par with the streaming um, yeah. prices at, at, at the moment. So that, that, that would be okay for me to, to just join Facebook and, and listen to all the people in my neighborhood. Sure, sure. I love it. Well, Adrianus, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? The, what you really should do is see if... Um, no, let, let me, let, let's do a security tip, which, which uh, we do at my family. Pick one date every month, make it a nice day, have some snacks ready, get all your digital devices there and check if they are updated. If they can be updated, if they cannot be updated, put them on the replace them list, replacement list. And check all of the accounts you've made with all the websites, because sometimes you make an account with a shopping website, and you never go there again. And if the shopping website goes into decay, so it gets not updated because uh, the owner um, doesn't get any money out of it and he wasn't, doesn't want to pay uh, to remove it, then these, these are easy targets for hackers. This, those, that's actually where they get most of the passwords and usernames and uh, banking accounts uh, from. So make this one day in the month and then the things you're doing, you can, can decide yourself, but make this, uh, uh, we have uh, the last Friday of the month and the last Friday of the month, my son, my, my wife, and me, we, we take all our devices and we make it a, a really nice happening. So we all know 
what you, what is secure. And if it's not secure anymore, remove it. This is just like cleaning your house, cleaning your toilet. It's a chore, but you have to do it at least once a month. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on. How do I how do I know if if I've forgotten that there's just probably countless websites that I've signed up for and just I never used again or they're out of business? Use a, the first thing is use a password manager. Don't don't type in or or use, reuse the password. Always use a password manager. Um, Nord has some, but there's also some other offerings. And if you really are scared about uh, privacy, there's also some offerings which you can host yourself. But use a password manager. By the way, from Nord, I can tell you we are extremely privacy con- conscious. A big part of my work is is discussing with my people how we cannot track people. It makes our life a lot, lot more difficult in, in developing stuff, but we really are about that. And um, just use a password manager. And in, in these password managers, you see when was the last time you logged in to a website? This is actually exactly the thing that we're using at, at, at our home. We just take a print of the password manager and check off this site, this site, this site. That, that's basically how you go through that. I love it. Makes sense. Well, Adrianus, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with you and Nord Security? Yes, I say um, go to nordsec.com, N-O-R-D-S-E-C-D-O-M. And for me personally, you can just find me on LinkedIn LinkedIn by typing my first name and, and, and last name. You'll find me. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Adrianus your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to nordsec.com. It's N-O-R-D-S-E-C.com and check out all the great resources we've been talking about and make sure you have a password manager. And I know that, that Nord obviously has a full suite of ways to protect ourselves and our businesses online as well. Thanks again, Adrianus. Okay. Have a nice day. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.